0: Welcome to the ERMI Podcast. This is Joel Applebaum, the Chief Content Officer at ERMI. And for over 40 years, ERMI has been an industry leader in educating and informing insurance risk management professionals. A deposition is a sworn testimony given by a party, witness, or expert in response to a question from the opposing lawyer. And no matter how many times a claim adjuster or agent or any insurance professional participates in one, depositions can be a little unnerving. In this episode, we bring you a Snap Talk from our 2021 Emmett J. Vaughan AgriCon titled, Three Tips for Deposition Success, by Crystal E. Belhair, owner and educator of Clarity Education and Consulting. After Crystal's Snap Talk, you'll come away more informed on the legal process of depositions and how you can feel less stress and more prepared going in for one. So be ready to come away from this 11-minute discussion feeling more confident for your next deposition experience.
1: Hi, everyone. Thanks so much for listening with me today. My name is Crystal Ebel here. I'm a lawyer and a trainer in the insurance industry. I'm here to talk with you today about three steps to deposition success. One of my passions is to make the legal process less of a mystery for insurance professionals. Today we'll take some of the mystery out of giving a deposition. We'll discuss three questions you should go through if you have the unfortunate duty of giving a deposition on behalf of your employer. Working through these questions with your lawyer will be very helpful to take some of the stress out of the situation and make you feel prepared and confident going into your deposition. Those three questions are why me, what should I do to prepare, And how should I answer questions in a deposition? Let's start with why me? A deposition is part of the discovery phase of litigation. Discovery is the process of exchanging information between the parties so everyone has a clearer understanding of the facts and the legal positions that each party is taking. Discovery helps the lawyers decide what angles they can attack to win the case or secure a more favorable settlement. It tells a lawyer what each witness is expected to say if the case goes to trial. In every case, there are certain facts that each site needs to establish to win, and much of the discovery process is aimed at building that evidence to prove those key facts. If you are being asked to give a deposition, there's a good chance the opposing lawyer believes that your testimony will be important to whether a key fact can be established. This means that before your deposition, you need to understand why you are of interest to the opposing lawyer. For example, if you're an insurance agent being sued by a customer, your conversations and written communication with that customer will be pivotal evidence to determine if you breached a duty. The opposing lawyer needs to know if what you're going to say and your recollections line up with what your customer remembers. So as you prepare for the, law, the deposition, you're going to talk with your lawyer about why they believe you're being deposed. There's a good chance the opposing lawyer may have even told them exactly what it is they want to talk to you about. But if not, you should ask to look at a copy of your notice of deposition. This is a formal legal document that requests your deposition it may list some topics that the opposing lawyer wants to discuss with you and documents that you're required to bring along to the deposition. You should tell your lawyer if there are any topics on that notice that you don't have personal knowledge of. For example, if you're a claims representative and it asks you to talk about underwriting guidelines, you should mention to your lawyer if you're not able to talk about those things. Or if the document mentions some documents that you should bring along, but you don't know if those documents even exist, be sure to talk through those things with your lawyer. That'll help you understand why your deposition is being asked for in this particular case. The next thing you want to walk through with your lawyer is what you should review to prepare. Before depositions happen in a lawsuit, parties will usually exchange written discovery. These are questions and answers and exchanges of documents to make sure that basic information is shared between the parties. For example, your lawyer may have already provided the opposing lawyer with copies of emails that you exchanged with other coworkers or with the plaintiff. Ask your lawyer to provide you with those documents that have already been exchanged in Discovery so you can review them to try to refresh your recollection on things that might be asked of you during your deposition. Importantly, too, as you review those documents, ask yourself if there are other documents that you know about that might be missing. For example, if you exchange text messages with someone about the subject matter of the lawsuit, does the lawyer have those text messages? Perhaps the person at your company who's assisting your lawyer in gathering the documents didn't know about them, and so this is information that your lawyer needs to know now so you can decide whether to disclose those additional pieces of information before your deposition. Once you have all the documents that you're going to review, really take time to review them thoroughly and think through your recollection of the conversations and the actions you took with respect to the plaintiff. I find it's really helpful to organize the documents in chronological order. This helps me put them in the order that things happen and helps process those memories and unlock things that you might have forgotten about really important details in the situation. Another important part of this preparation phase is to think about the good and the bad facts in your case. As you review the documents, you might see things that don't look so great for you. Maybe there's something that you forgot to save to a file. Maybe there's something that you were supposed to do that you didn't do. Talk with your attorney about those potentially bad facts so that you have a ready-to-go answer if those issues come up during your deposition. The same goes for those really good things. If you remember facts that are really supportive of your position in the case, work with your attorney to talk about how to answer the question to highlight that great information. Now, that kind of bleeds into our third step, which is how do you answer questions in a deposition? There are really uh, very simple things that you can do during the deposition to make sure that you are giving good answers. The best lawyers want to make a deposition feel like it's a conversation. Each party in a conversation will usually share information informally and exchange ideas back and forth. It's important to remember that a deposition is not a conversation. If a lawyer is trying to make it feel like a conversation, they're trying to lull you into answering questions casually and not thoughtfully, and may lead you to share more information than you should. Another tactic they might make instead of a conversation, is to be very aggressive or threatening and to put you on the defensive so that you provide quick fire answers. In either approach, the remedy for you is always to slow down. Take control of the deposition by setting your own pace. This will make sure that you're really understanding the questions and thinking them through before you give your answer. If you don't understand the question, ask the opposing lawyer to rephrase it. And then again, take your time, formulate the answer in your head, and then give the answer. If the deposition is not being video recorded, you can pause for as long as you need. That gap of time doesn't show up in the transcript. Now pausing also does the important thing of allowing your lawyer time to object some of the questions will violate a rule of evidence. Listen carefully to those objections. While the lawyer is limited to only briefly stating the legal basis for the objection, your lawyer's legal basis could still give you some very valuable clues about potential problems with the question. For example, if the objection is objection that misstates prior testimony, This means that your lawyer thinks that the opposing lawyer has unfairly summarized something you testified to earlier in the deposition. So think through that question and ask yourself, did they just mischaracterize my prior testimony? And if so, make sure you answer accordingly. Those objections can be powerful hints for you as you move through the deposition. The next big part for answering questions is answering only the question that's asked. You're there just to give the information that's requested, not to tell your whole story. That's one of the most difficult parts of the deposition. You've probably spent time reviewing documents, talking with your lawyer, and your instinct is to be helpful and provide all the information that you know. Fight those instincts. This is an adversarial process, and you only need to provide the opposing lawyer with the information requested. Now, you'll never withhold information, but avoid volunteering anything additional. For example, the classic example is, if someone asks you, do you know what time it is? The answer is yes or no. Either you do know the time or you don't know the time. The answer is not the current time. And that's a great example of how you need to listen closely to those questions, take your time, and only answer the question that's actually being asked. Don't volunteer that additional information. And finally, when you're thinking about those questions, be specific. You know your business better than the opposing lawyer. And that lack of knowledge can lead to the lawyer asking you vague or overly broad questions that don't make a lot of sense. Be wary of those questions that don't provide the specifics that you need to give a good answer and tell the lawyer that you need them to rephrase the question or that you can't answer the question in the manner that they've asked it. It's not your responsibility to educate the lawyer on your business. If they don't know well enough to ask you the right questions, that's a problem for their side and a win for your side of the case. So remember, take your time, listen to those questions and answer only what's being asked and only specifically what they're talking about. If you pull that all together and you take the time to do the preparation and slow things down, you'll do a great job in your deposition. It's all about being ready and confident and understanding why you're there. Hopefully, these quick tips will help you prepare for your next deposition, and I look forward to answering any questions you might have. Thank you.
0: Thanks for listening. Be sure to subscribe to ERMI podcast in your podcast app to be notified of new episodes on agricultural risk topics. And come to ERMI.com to learn more about our agricultural risk and insurance manual for greater success in your role in the insurance industry serving the agricultural businesses. Thanks for listening.